welcome to the Just Music Podcast. I am your host, Jalen. I'm your other host, Marco. And this episode here, we got a good friend of ours who is uh, been a business partner of us. He's come out and support um, uh, a number of our events and has also been a, a listener of our podcast. Um, he has his own uh, creative studio slash production company. Um, and he's doing some really, really cool things, him and his team out here in Charleston. Uh, we have Akil Dunn representing Young Fly Lord Studio. How you doing, man? Not too bad, bro. Not too bad. Word, man. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I know we, we talked about doing this, so it feels good to actually make this happen. Thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate y'all having me. So much love, my love. Of course. Of course, man. So just let's just get into it, man. So, um, you know, tell the listeners, you know, where you're from and and what got you to this point where you now own a creative studio? (laughs) Uh, So I'm from Augusta, Georgia, originally. I moved to Charleston when I was about, what, I want to say 13, 14. Uh, the road to kind of creating Young Fly Lords started when I was about in high school. I don't know. I just saw the disparity in the creative community when it came to a structural side in Charleston, South Carolina. I knew and kind of always felt that we had the capacity to do something at a higher level, creativity, or in, the, in the creative realm. But we just didn't have the means to the connections to the bigger scale things to do it. So I just wanted to create a company that could allow creatives the opportunity to not only turn their creative hobbies into careers, but to provide them a structure and a community and safe place to grow and nurture their creative abilities, whatever that is, in a safe place. So uh, I would say the idea just came through just living life and kind of finding my purpose and how I feel like I can kind of be a problem solver. No, man, that's, um, that's like genius, man. Uh, cause I think I can definitely agree with you on the fact that, you know, there's so much creativity and talent here in Charleston. Um, but you know, unless you're like really out in the community and connecting with different folks, you may not notice. Um, yeah. But like you said, having that structure, having those spaces uh, to highlight those creatives and those talented individuals is very, very important. And it's really cool to see um, what you are doing with Young Follows, because how long have y'all been active? Uh, Probably now active six years, but I would say our first major year was the first big studio year. Mm. And yeah, I mean... We've been six years consistent now, and it's just been growing from there. I mean, we got our systems down in place. I'd say the taking the leap to get the studio definitely helped us progress like five years in one year. Because, I mean, you got ends to meet. You got goals to meet. It's like no longer just a creative company. It's like, all right, you got to keep the business model and business structure and the mindset as well. And bringing in profit, make sure you're taking care of your employees and your partners and your people that work with you and the creatives that are a part of it. So doing the studio definitely helped progress on that end. 
Yeah. No, exactly. And uh, y'all gonna have to remind me because I don't. Marco, how did how did all three of us come together? I know we did, you know, our first event together back in nice weather. Yes, nice weather. That's all. Nice weather. Shout out to Shout nice out. weather, man. Um, guys. Um, so yeah, I, damn, that was so that was back in twenty. <laughs> It was a minute ago, low key. Twenty twenty one, right? When we had our first, when we had our tiny desk. Concert. Tiny desk, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, was so sort of so um, yeah, it was twenty twenty one. I remember proposing the idea to Marco. Hey, let's, let's have a tiny desk event. So we had the event. We had uh, nice weather uh, perform, and uh, Akil was nice weather's manager. And then um, at the time. Um, I didn't, I don't think I knew about Young Fly Lords, um, but I knew that you were involved with, you know, music through the group. Nice yeah. well. So it's, it's pretty crazy how everything comes full circle. <laughs> Facts. It's a big world, but a small one at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was another question that I had, um, but while I think of it, Marco, can you go <laughs> while I think of it? <laughs> Look at my notes. Yeah. So um, kind of, um, I guess, what was that process like going from, um, I guess, a creative idea to actually implementing and getting an office studio? Because you guys are uh, right down in uh, downtown Charleston. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that'd be really cool to kind of hear for other people that might be interested in starting their own business and just kind of what was that yeah. process like going from like, you know, no studio, studio space because i mean that's really cool that you guys have one and it's a really cool studio if you guys haven't been definitely check it out appreciate it uh really the process i'm gonna be honest with you it's a strenuous process like it took me probably like seven months of like going back and forth with my agent because i mean you're gonna need to get your agent on the commercial side of things like to just scour the downtown area because downtown has a lot of property and, and hidden gems, but they're kind of like what they do is they make like contracts that are like triple net and a lot of places down here are in triple net. So like after your first year, it'll skyrocket rent on you. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why it's like hard to be stable in downtown. But luckily, I mean, through having a talented real estate agent shout out taylor uh we spent six to seven months just going through all of downtown looking at different studios that were within my budget uh budget per se i mean you definitely have to be ready to spend money i mean it's it's the business and entrepreneurship world like if you aren't confident enough in your idea to put your money behind it like you can't expect to make that that big leap or growth to become stable so i mean through that she found me a prop she found that property i'm in now that negotiating process probably took a month to to two months to just get all the contracts ironed out get all the paperwork and then after that you have to go through getting commercial insurance which is a whole nother ordeal but shout out Hartford group uh 
that's another big expense you kind of have to prepare for. And then it's really, I feel like you just, after that, I mean, you, everything's signed. You sign the lease, you get your key, you get moving to the place. And then you usually, usually in your lease, you can get a time period where your rent will be, uh, how do I put it? Your rent will be like, they won't count your rent for like the first two months to help balance out your books because you're bringing in a whole new expense for your company. So in those first like two to three months, it's all about, I mean, you got to just be prepared to build your vision in the actual world now. Like there's no more just thinking of ideas and writing it on paper. You got to kind of go get all the little pieces you need to bring it to life. And then from there, just be prepared every day for a new battle, new challenge, new curveball. And it, it it gets easier with time. I don't know if I don't even know if it gets easier. You just like start to have more fun once you figure out your your kind of comfort zone. And that's kind of been the path for me, to be honest. I mean, now every day I'm just learning and growing, fixing old problems as fast as possible. And yeah, that's all I can do. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so that is why we don't have a studio at Just Music. And it took, I would say like, it took me probably like five to six years of like grinding and saving to even get to that. So it's like, you got to be prepared, especially in Charleston, because they are going to take you for arm and a leg for mm-hmm. sure. And you, yeah, no, that's really cool though, that you guys have an actual really appreciate, cool appreciate it yeah um that was very funny marco what you said that's exactly why we do not have a studio why we do not have a studio people people they come to us and they just like y'all should y'all should have like in-person video i'm like bro do you know how much it costs to like own a yeah. studio <laughs> let alone rent like you know what i'm saying um yeah but you know, it, it's it's something that you know we we've definitely talked about, and, and in the future, we're, we're definitely gonna make it happen. But um, no, man, that that was kind of leading into. I'm glad you asked that question, Marco, because uh, to hear you explain and go into detail, Akil, about the process of like getting that space and how you really had to go through the proper channels as far as business, building relationships, and also making sure you had your finances right. Um, it's very because yeah. um, Charleston, like you said, there's so many hidden gems. Like before we got on this uh, this interview, I found um, a, a bar slash restaurant that I didn't even know about. Um, and they do like live music and, and cocktails and all this other stuff. So it's, it's um, there's a lot of really cool stuff. But at the same time, we, you have to also understand that a lot of people move to Charleston and live in Charleston. So therefore, you know, the cost of living is consistently going up. Yeah. Which then means that, you know, the rent is going up. So to if you're a business owner or if you're just somebody who just lives downtown, um you're gonna be paying a good amount of money yeah. wherever it and is. And I, I didn't mention that I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Also every year in Charleston, commercial properties rent always go up. Right, it's always a contract that they have to go up some some dollar amount every year. Mm-hmm. So like, that's always a new curveball you got to prepare for. Yeah, exactly. Just, 
No, no, for real. Um, and then how you talked about how you spoke on, you know, mindset and understanding that, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially if you're a creative, there's always going to be different challenges and curveballs that come along the way when you're chasing your dream and building your your foundation or your structure or organization, whatever, whichever you want to say. And because it sounds like because you you moved to Charleston when you were 13 and you mentioned how it took you like, what, six years to, yeah. you know, build up the connections and, and save your money up to where you can get to where you are now. And yeah. like uh, I tell people, Marco and I tell people all the time, like with the podcast, um, September of this year to make four years, but we didn't start seeing money come in until last year, year three. So it just goes to show how like you have to stay consistent and you have to consistently find new ways to be creative and build, not doing the same yeah. thing over expecting a, a, a different result. Different result right? <laughs> so it was it, it, it's good to hear you speak about that because that's something that Marco and I definitely identify with with the, when it comes to the podcast. That's what's up, Brian. Y'all definitely making growth. Um, I'll see it and the people see it. Thank you, man. For sure, man. And we we love what y'all are doing, man. Um, that was and and I remembered one of my questions now. So talk about Marco and I. We've been to I think two of the events, but talk a little bit about hidden spaces, man. Like what inspired you know that specific event? Because y'all do that one pretty consistently. Yeah, I try to do that monthly or bi monthly. But I mean, hidden spaces kind of just came about. I always, as a kid, had a love and dream for, like, museums and, like, art galleries and just, like, cool lounges. So I was just like, and I got to look up the painting. But there's this painting uh, that Aristotle and all the philosophers used to hang out at. And I can't remember the name of it. But i think it's called a lithium or something like that but it's basically a center where back in the greek mythology days all the creatives philosophers teachers and people like that um that realm and time period met up and conversated and debated and kind of created innovative ideas and i always loved that so i was like how could we kind of bring that to now and i was like we kind of don't have like a networking creative event Mm-hmm. in the Charleston scene. And I always remember I used to grow up hearing about like Toastmasters and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, I want to like put like a cool spin on that to give like creatives something that they can come to meet other creatives, engage in a cool experience, have something to talk about, be comfortable, feel safe, and then have a good time at the same time, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that really just came about from the need. I was just like, I, I feel like it, we need somewhere where creatives can meet, network, and like it actually be not like a house party or a, not a party setting. It's like just a chill area, a comfort zone almost. So I made hidden spaces, and that's kind of an art gallery combined with a networking event for creatives. No, I think that's uh, genius, man. And I think you're right. There's not a lot of spaces where you know people can just go and just hang out and just network with other people as a creative, you know, like there's, like you said, Toastmasters, 
there's like wine tastings and you know uh professional yeah things like that but nothing really for the young and upcoming right 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 you know i see that and it's like i I love those things i love going to the class here like networking events because i'd like to i implement their kind of structure in a way into my shows but i still like to kind of give the show some open space to where people can roam around do what they want talk listen to good music good drinks you feel me? It's, it's not all about getting drunk, but I mean, it's just a good experience, good vibes. Exactly. And I think I found that photo that you were talking about. I think this is it. Is it the school of, I don't know if y'all can see this. But yeah. Oh, the school of Athens? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that picture, that picture. I always loved that picture as a kid. And was like, damn, who was the person that like created all that? Like who was running the school? And I was like, shit. Right. No, man. I just always loved that idea that they had where they had somewhere they could all meet. It looked like it was a vibe. They was outside talking and debating about who knows what. No, for real. So a, a question that I always wanted to ask you. So how many people are involved with the Young Fly Lords? Like how many people like are on your team as far as um, videographers, photographers, graphic design? Uh, people who may handle like you know daily operations or uh, logistics for certain events. Um, that man has hundreds, bro. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen right now. Nice, and we know. Yeah. I believe Marco and I met. You know Tiana. Yes, you know, we know Tiana. And we know Tomas, my art director. Tomas. You probably he, met Jared too. Jared, he did uh videography for one of our boiler rooms. Great work. And um Tiana, she's done she's done some designs for our merch and also done a flyer for uh our hip hop event happening in February. Um so yeah, man, you have some like really, really talented individuals on your team and like everybody knows what they're doing. Like, it's not like, you know, somebody is a weak link or somebody is, you know, per se new or like still learning their role. Yeah. Like everybody there, um, good people, they're good to work with and they're, and, and they're creative and they know what they're doing. And like, even when you walk into the space, like you can feel the the inspiration in the in the creativity in the room because there's paintings there's there's a recording studio there's a podcast studio and there's like a lot of um uh, i don't want to say novelty but i remember when we had our just music anniversary party and you had the 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 big back monster tvs i was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen that since i was like seven years old i was like how did you even get that <laughs> That, so, that would, the TVs is fun. That's a funny story. Yeah. All right, so how, how, I guess if you care to tell it. Oh, the TVs, I mean, it really was, so me and my director, Tomas, we were in Atlanta one trip, probably like two years ago. I'm, so a lot of my members that are part of Young Fly Lords, 
we build like a heavy relationship with great friends and also business partners. So one thing I like to do with a lot of my team members is we like to go on art tours and go to different cities and check out their art events and creative events. So one time we were in Atlanta visiting my homie Lucci, who runs Dark Envy, which is a music-focused party event. Shout out, Lucci. Uh, he took us to an art gallery space up there. And there was a dude he had, like, he had the he had those TVs set up, but, like, in a cool, like, office security way to where it was, like, showing back in the room. And we just loved the idea. I was like, dang, how can we do that and implement our own style and kind of also promote our name in it? And, yeah, that's how it came about. Really took an inspiration from that show that we went to. And we brought it here because it felt like it was something new, refreshing. You never seen people do that in Charleston. So, yeah, I feel like a lot when it comes to curating the art shows and creating the art shows, I definitely take a lot of inspiration from all from like all the art shows I've been to because I do go to a lot and I, I stay pretty consistent. And I think that's kind of what helps my show stay in its own realm and lane is because like I naturally love like art and curating art and just finding new innovative art and like how different artists get their message out in a different way. And I really just enjoy that process and diving into that. So yeah, we got some new stuff. We're definitely about to be rolling out in 2024. That's going to blow some people's minds and be like, what the world? Cause <laughs> It's about to be sick. It's about to be sick. We're gonna be here to support you, man, for sure. Um, Marco, you want any anything? Anything to add? Um, I guess. Um, yeah, I was gonna say the hidden spaces. Um, the first one that we went to, I was really, really like blown away by how many creative people there are in Charleston. So I think the fact that you guys have like a event to showcase all these different local uh, small artists. I think it's really fantastic. Appreciate it, bro. We're going to keep doing this. It takes all of us. We can't do it by ourselves. It's all of us for sure. No, we're sure. doing your part. We're doing our part. Shoot. We're going we're gonna to take this, the world and city by storm. Exactly, man. And um, yeah. And, and, and now that I, I think about it, I, I believe I was there for the, uh, for the uh, opening hidden spaces. Um, or the opening party, or or huh? Yeah, I'm right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I was there because I. How did I? I don't even remember how I, I heard. Like about it. I don't know if it was through you or through. I think I might have invited you. I, yeah, I think so. But I remember coming to that, and I was like, "Man, this is really dope." And um, I was like, "We're gonna continue to stay in touch, man." And uh. One more thing before we wrap up, like even the Just Music Anniversary party that we did, that was like September seventh. Uh, I don't know one of those one of those weeks, one of those days in September of last year. Um, I, I you Marco and I, we really really enjoyed ourselves, and I think everybody that came out also enjoyed themselves as well. And it 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 really set the foundation for you know our collaboration and our partnership, friendship. Um, and, and it just goes to show how, you know, planting seeds and, and building relationships 
with people uh, is what creates success. You know what I'm saying? Helping other people become successful is what's going to make you successful. So, um, Akil, keep doing what you're doing, bro. We're going to continue to support you, man. We love what you're doing um, for the music, arts, culture scene here in Charleston. And everybody at Young Fly Lords, y'all are doing a really good job. So, Yeah, of course, man. Thank you. Of course, brother. Well, I'm going to let y'all get back to y'all day. I know y'all got some work to do. Me too. But it was great talking (laughs) to y'all, man. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, man. And to the uh, listeners of Just Music, um, thank y'all for always supporting us and tuning in. Um, We got a lot of cool stuff planned for 2024. Um, This month, we already had our first boiler room. Uh, Next month, we're going to have our very, very first hip hop event called Mike Drop. Marco was the one who came up with the name of the event, by the way. Um, and yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, Tiana from Young Flylords made the uh, flyer. But that event is going to be February 4th. That's a Sunday at 8 p.m. at the recovery room or rec room, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, we got a very, very cool um lineup or a roster of rappers that's going to come out and showcase their skills uh, so we hope to see you all there and we will keep y'all in the loop about other stuff we have coming um so thank y'all so much follow us on facebook at jus music podcast uh fb fb just stands for facebook <laughs> and then follow us on instagram at jus music podcast and until next time stay tuned